It's Sinai, Little Geek Lost, another podcast for you, and today I've got another, a different British person, a special guest, my British BFF, Susie. Hello, Susie. Hi, <laughs> I'm Susie. I know Mandy from when she did Word of the Nerd, which I sort of do still, sometimes. 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 I don't. <laughs> sometimes. Um, and Wow. I think we just do other nerdy stuff now. Yes. Better nerdy stuff. Yes, exactly. You've, that's... Got, you, you've got your own blog. What do you need to go stealing other people's blogs for? <laughs> exactly. Just greedy. <laughs> and just actually, greedy. our own nerdy stuff is what I want to talk to you about, about Astro Doodles. <gasps> Astro Doodles. I forgot we were going to talk about that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just got excited. I was like, Mandy. I we were going to talk about my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Astro Doodles, like I did a degree with Jack, other Jack that she knows and loves and adores. British um, I did physics with astrophysics with him, which Mandy forgot. <laughs> yeah, I won't forget that. Um, and now I'm doing coloring books based on star evolution, radiation. Um, in the first one, I think, what have I done? What have I done? Oh, yeah, star evolution, Hawking's radiation. Doppler shift. Um, Mandy, I'm forgetting here. But I've sent you the books and you've not received them. No, I haven't uh, got them yet. <laughs> Kepler's laws. So looking at the orbits of planets around the sun. Uh, looking at the internal side of the sun. So all nerdy stuff. Um, but I'm doing four more other books. So hopefully we can set, spread the science love in a non-stressful way. Well, and get to color like children again. And I think that that's what's awesome about it, because I know that, like, there's getting to be this big resurgence in coloring books and, like, adult mm-hmm. coloring books and all that, but with yours, it's, you learn stuff, too. It's yeah. not just, like, here's a picture of a cat to color, you know, it's, like, <laughs> here's space, you can color it, but you learn stuff, and I think yeah. that that's extra awesome about it, it's this nice little twist on it, you know, makes it a bit different and unique compared to what else is out there. Yes, because I've got learning difficulty, so I have dyslexia, um, dysgraphia, so sometimes my hands don't write what I'm supposed to. Um, so me taking lots of notes is such a pain for me. So sitting there and listening is, oh, I hate it. <laughs> Especially when teachers like staring at you and going, yeah. pay attention, stop doodling. I'm like, I'm trying to learn. <laughs> So this way you get to learn and color. Exactly. Like, and I'm a visual and kinetic learner, so I've got to always be doing stuff with my hands. Like at the moment, I'm playing with fudge, <laughs> which sounds odd, but I have to keep my hands going. Um, and it's I know a lot of kids are like that. So if there's a visual aid, kids can be coloring, not just kids, but students, um, adults, or anyone can like keep busy without getting told yeah. off. And I hate that about science. It's like, you should be listening at all times. Do not move your hand. Only take notes. And it's like, well, some of us don't learn that way. I'm a very visual learner. I have to, like, see how things are done. And just, like, reading stuff. Or, you know, if it's just a giant paragraph of text, I'm not going (laughs) to absorb anything. You should see what I'm like. I just put my head on the desk. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) If there's, like, you know, pictures or someone showing something, then it's I find it a bit easier to learn that way. So I think having... The pictures, you know, as you're coloring along and then you're learning about space at the same time. It's like, yep. and it's a bit sneaky too because you probably, you know, kids wouldn't even realize that they're learning stuff. Exactly. They're just coloring. Exactly. <laughs> well, the first one is aimed at like what we call A-level. So uh, 16 to 18 year olds like and undergraduate concepts. But I've tested it on my five-year-old niece. She loves coloring it in and doesn't care about the science part. So. <laughs> I know the pictures are good. So it's not just for if you don't want to learn science and just want to color, that's fine. I'm not going to judge anyone. (laughs) Well, and that's Uh, the thing too. um, Some people just like to color, but you know, they'll probably Uh, sneakily learn about space at the same time. Learn science. (laughs) Against their will. all along. (laughs) Against their will. Yeah. (laughs) Force the world to subtly learn science (laughs) without knowing. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there'll be more. The I think the third one I said, or the second one, is going to be based at just introducing like planets and stars to children. Okay. I say children. These are my little quirky ones. You know, I don't know if you've seen it. My solar fart picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Where I, like I can that. just have an excuse for drawing it in and having toilet humor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it appeals to everyone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and yeah, it's it's going all right. I've got a, um, a Facebook page. And you got a, see. And yeah, you got a just Kickstarter going now too. Yeah, I got a Kickstarter because it turned out to be a lot more expensive than I thought. Because it's more than anything, it's like little things. Yeah. Like I make pencil cases as well, and then I accounted for the fabric, but then I forgot the zips. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, oh, so that's additional cost, and you can't just buy one because yeah. it ends up being like three pound a zip, or I don't know how many dollars that is, like six dollars. Yeah, six or seven probably. Yeah. And then it, that just builds up. So I've had to buy them in batches. And then you've got like delivery costs of everything. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. But the quick start is going well. And then I've got my Etsy store where anyone can buy. Like, I'm not I'm not going to judge you. You can be abroad <laughs> and like learn science. If you want to color, you can be Canadian, American, <laughs> mainland European. Because I can't say European as I am European. Yeah. <laughs> Australian. Oh, some British people forget. <laughs> um, you know, African, Asian, Middle Eastern, Far Eastern. You can even be in the Himalayas. I deliver all places. <laughs> like, I don't judge. I think everyone should be able to color and enjoy science. Oh, yeah. That's what I think is like, so great because it's, it's reachable to everyone. You know, it's yeah. not just going to be one kind of person. Yeah, science should be fun. It shouldn't be stressful, which is my whole like tag for Astro Doodles is science shouldn't be stressful, and it shouldn't. Even if it's not your thing, it shouldn't stress you out to the point where you hate it. Yeah, exactly. It, it should. It's just supposed to be like, wow, it's not my cup of tea, and that be that. Not like I hate science. It's hard. It's stressful. I hate it. But, but Mandy, you color. Hate science. Yes, <laughs> and I love coloring. Like I have so many coloring books. At first, people were like, oh, why are you being such a child? But now that it's become a big thing, because I've been coloring for years. Well, it's a really good stress reliever. Yeah, because that's how I, like, oh, this is what I was suggested by a doctor, like, six years ago. So I had all these coloring books, and people were like, why are you being such a kid for? I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm being a responsible adult looking after my mental health. Yeah. It's, Go away. It's good Leave for stress. Leave me with my doodles. Well, I think that that's why, like, so many people doodle, too. You know, it's the same yeah. kind of thing. It's... Stress like meditation because mm-hmm. I can't sit still and meditate yeah I can't sit still just generally like even now I don't I'm peeling tape off my desk <laughs> <laughs> I just can't sit still I hate it so meditation doesn't work for me but coloring drawing that helps that's always helped yeah it's good to focus in a nice positive way rather than just sitting there doing nothing <laughs> Some well, people can do it, and I'm just like, wow, you are disciplined. Yeah. I always have to be doing something, fidgeting, or even if, like, to the point where I'm on the computer and I've got, like, eight windows open or, you know, a whole bunch of tabs open on the internet, <laughs> three or four sites at once. Yes. <laughs> got to flick through. You can't just sit. And, mm-hmm. uh, but these days, there seems to be a lot of sites that just have so much text. I'm yeah. just like, oh, nope. <laughs> Sorry, I want to read you, but nope. Yeah. <laughs> too much reading. Definitely too much reading. <laughs> too much. I don't have time to read when I'm... Well, I do. I don't have time. I've just decided I don't have time. I'm doing my... I like, I'm still doing my master's by research. I'm like, like Astro Doodles. I work in the bar. I don't have time to read that kind of stuff. And yeah. plus, I'm reading my own books. Like, at the moment, I'm reading um, Chris Hadfield's Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth. Oh, nice. It's the first time I've read an autobiography. I don't read that kind of stuff. Good old Canadian. But I like him. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's amazing. I think like, it was awesome when he was singing in space. Yes. <laughs> I can't even sing, so I was impressed with that, let alone being in space. I think that's another thing, too, like... He kind of made space and, you know, NASA and all that stuff more relatable to people just with his personality. 
and yes. getting more people engaged that way too and more people interested in it just having him because otherwise people are before were like oh you know nasa and astronauts and if you weren't into it you kind of weren't into it but the thing is i was into it and yeah. i still thought they were boring <laughs> it's just like oh man just another person with no soul <laughs> yeah and he's made it more interesting and mainstream and approachable and yeah exactly and the way he writes in his book as well he writes the same as the way he normally talks oh yeah none of this fancy lingo like none of this like terminology or and his vocabulary is like i'm a clever woman i know i'm smart and i have an extensive vocabulary (laughs) but i don't use it in day-to-day life because it takes too much effort yeah (laughs) Uh, and he's like that in his book like his vocabulary isn't too strainful to read everything flows that's good uh, yeah, so when he was talking about like his struggles in Canada and becoming an um, astronaut and how much pressure he was under and moving his family and stuff like that, it was actually interesting to read. It wasn't like some of the other autobiographies have started where it starts like a bloody Charles Dickens novel. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, man, no. <laughs> <laughs> I will take you to the charity shop. Someone else can enjoy you. Well, I think that's the extra part, too. Making it more engaging and relatable is going to get more people interested in it. Yeah. Um, Using extensive vocabulary, yeah, that's great. But only a small percentage of the population actually use that type of vocabulary on day-to-day life. Yeah. (laughs) And no one's going to know what you mean. (laughs) Yep. Or they'll have to take a moment to keep continuously having to think while you're talking yeah. to interpret what you're saying to everyday speech. Yeah, which exactly. Which, like me, that is exhausting. <laughs> and I'm a chatterbox. I will talk for England, but the second you start using extensive vocabulary, I yeah, I get bored. It's, it's probably I get a like headache. <laughs> when I was trying to read Train Spotting by Irvine Welsh, and it's written like phonetically how Scottish people talk. Oh god! <laughs> and it was like painful to the point where I almost had to read it out loud to be able to understand it because it was I, horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I, when people put in accents into text, I'm really dyslexic, so that for me it's just like what? Yeah, what are you doing? And I have st- uh, my dyspraxia as well because I have, I'm just special. <laughs> um, is speech, so I don't recognize the phonetic alphabet. Like, you can say it to me, and all I hear is white noise. Mm, yeah. So when people do it, like, accents in books, and I'm trying to read it out loud, because I don't know the phonetic alphabet just off like like that. I can't say it properly. So it ends up just being gibberish. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, don't do that to me. I was enjoying you till that point. Well, and think, like, that's how the whole book is written. So it was just, no. like, horrible. <laughs> and I'm, like, looking at these words, I'm like, I'm pretty good with accents, but... I'm basically like having to read it out loud just to understand it. I mean, sat there googling, hoping there's a um, Scottish accent translator online. Just being, <laughs> let me just type this in. No, nope. no, nope. no. I'm done. I'm out. Nope. Yep. Book. Bye bye. I don't know if his other ones are like that. I think the other ones might be as well. But I just remember because uh-huh. I was like obsessed with Train Spotting when it came out, and I bought the book, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> Is it because of the fact that it was set in Britain? Yeah, well, I was well. I've been obsessed with UK forever, but when it came yeah. out, it was kind of like a big deal. And like, I just watched Shallow Grave with Ewan McGregor, like oh, about a month or so before Trainspotting came out. Seen a connection here. Yeah, I'm a huge Ewan McGregor fan. Yeah, yeah, but, I already knew this. <laughs> and then Trainspotting came out, and I was like, "This is awesome!" And I remember taking my friend to the theater, and she like. Their accents weren't even bad. I remember hearing that like they had to redub some of the stuff for North America because people were complaining. And I'm like, it's not even like that bad of accents. And then she was like having a hard time understanding them. I'm like, really? Like Johnny Lee Miller's accent? You can't understand that? <laughs> like, it's pretty just like English in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, to be fair, some people struggle with my accent apparently. Yeah. Weird. And I have quite just a generic one it's not like i'm from newcastle or yorkshire or have a thick gaelic accent either yeah. and people are like i don't understand you your accent's so thick it's like mm, weird you're gonna struggle with the rest of the uk then yeah. uh, don't well, go like newcastle 
it's Liverpool. Like how, um, Jack talks about his being like a BBC accent. Like that's how I find yours too. It's like what yes. when you think of like a, a British accent, that's kind of what I think of. <laughs> and I didn't always talk like this. I um my I had speech at um elocution at college to get rid of my Nottingham accent, which misses <laughs> out a lot of letters and it's mumbling. So what's the best example? Oh, we don't say Nottingham or Nottingham. It's Nottingham. <laughs> so I know I've said that on a very, very tired day at work um, at Cranfield where I am. And people are like, where's Nottingham? Where's Nottingham? I was like, you know, Nottingham, you know, Nottingham. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. Um, and what else? Like, there's odd phrases that you're right, mate. Well, you're right, dog. And people are like, I don't understand this. <laughs> oh, I had to learn at college not to talk like that. Uh, along with Narman, which means, no, my dear friend, I do not agree. Um, <laughs> so, no, I have got quite the, I say, the common BBC um, accent, whereas Jack has the very posh BBC side. Yeah. He's so posh. <laughs> well, I won't agree. You won't agree. He, he, he thinks, no, he, he's posh and fancy to me. <laughs> I've got this ever since we met at uni. See, I've got, I pick up like certain words that I eventually just change. Like I say pants funny. It's more like <laughs> someone from Southern Ontario compared to where we are. And everyone's like, why are you saying pants? And we're going to say pants. <laughs> you say about differently to most Canadians I know. About? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's She pronounce it a bit more rather than a boot. Probably, <laughs> Just yeah. Like, like it's, and that's a weird thing, too. Like, a lot of people say, like, oh, Canadians say a boot. But I think it's more like the east coast and alberta are the ones that say a boot because newfoundland like newfies from newfoundland have like a really thick accent we call them newfies (laughs) they're sort of like the rednecks of canada (laughs) that's what newfoundland is nice yeah we call them newfies and they tend to say like things weird and that's almost like how i say pants is weird um it seems i can't say tiger i end up saying tiger tiger (laughs) instead of tiger and I love the fact that I can hear you actually focusing on saying tiger. <laughs> I have to to like to see what it is, otherwise I just say tiger. <laughs> it's like me and um specific. I have to say the spurfit bit or I just say Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's an ocean, Susie. Yeah, well close <laughs> enough. That's why I think it's 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 weird to me that like England for being such a small country has like so many accents. Yeah, so diverse. It's crazy because, like, Canada, yeah, like, we're huge and more spread out. But, I mean, it's – most of ours are pretty similar. But then, like, with England, I mean, it would be, like, one county over and have a completely different accent. And it's also an area in a city. Yeah. Where I'm from in Nottingham is a place called Snenton. And the accent there is slightly different to another area of Nottingham, which is Hucknall. And you can tell. Yeah. And it's not even that much of a distance. It's in the same city, and yet there's difference. Whereas it's same with America and Canada. You can be in the same place and you all have the, pretty much the same accent. Yeah. But the UK, I don't know, we're just like this oddball tiny island. Yeah, it's, it's like so tiny. And the with a big are, mouth. Yeah. And the accents <laughs> are so different. I still struggle to understand any Liverpudlian, anybody from Newcastle and Leeds. It's just so strong. And Manchester is pretty bad too. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Yes. Almost forgot about Manchester. Sorry. Sorry, Manchester. Because I I used to know a guy from Manchester. Well, he was from, from Wales and he lived in Manchester. That must be such a combination of an accent. It was a horribly impossible accent. <laughs> and I'm pretty good with accents, but I was just like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> you're really good with them. I can Not actually tell... Really good. I can tell New Zealand from Australian. I can't. <laughs> I, like, you're, also, you're really good with British accents. You yeah. can generally gather where they are, where I can't. I'm from England and I still struggle. Like, are you... Nope. <laughs> just tell me where you're from. 
And then I can just look at you blankly and be like, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's being brought up with British television my whole life. To the point where, like, yeah, being Britain. addicted, and then now it's to the point where I was always like obsessed with it. But now I know so well a few British people to the point where it's like I don't even really notice the difference anymore. It's not like <laughs> that big a deal. Where before it was like, oh my god, I'm talking to someone British. I can hear their voice. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when I was in like high school i'd get um calling cards to call like long distance and i call like just random people in england and just like laugh <laughs> when they talk to hang up wow you widow yeah, that's how i <laughs> spent my beautiful. money and i'm glad you did this <laughs> that's how but i spent my money <laughs> so peculiar <laughs> i just call random people and they'd be like hello and i just like laugh at their accent and hang <laughs> up. so now we know if you remember what like this would have been 20 years ago. Yeah, about there. Yeah, 20 years ago, if you got a phone call and someone just started <laughs> laughing in a different accent, then you know where it came from. Long distance phone calls, people just laughing at you and hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> and if you tried to find out what the number was and they're like, no, this isn't a broad m- number, look to Mandy. Yep, the calling card number. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mandy. That was before the internet. <laughs> Now oh. you just stalk people online. Oh, yeah. I stalk all <laughs> kinds of British people online. Well, you can just YouTube it now. You don't need to ring them up. You can just be like, hmm, yep. I need to hear a British accent. <laughs> well, Let's just type them and find someone. That's how I found, like, the weird Scottish guys that I know, where I think I was just searching for, like, Scottish podcast and somehow randomly found theirs. That's as if you search for Scottish podcasts. Pretty sure I probably did. I used to listen to an Irish radio station at my old job about seven years ago. Um, what the hell was it? I can't remember what it was, but the host name was Fergal Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the best Irish name ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fergal Darcy. <laughs> and I used to just sit there and listen. To, I think it was like um, We Go Home or We Drive Home was like their end of the day chunk of music or whatever and it was just like so hilarious I'm like, yeah, his name's Fergal Darcy <laughs> same <laughs> as um, from the View Skew message board um, the guy who actually did my Little Geek Lost intro song his name right. he's Irish but his name's Rob Smith and my friend's like that's not a very good Irish name <laughs> get a new name get yep. it nope you no longer have to be known that Rob Smith <laughs> is not as good as Fergal Darcy <laughs> no I have a very British surname Cumberland yeah. Yep. Very British. <laughs> I don't know about Jax. I guess no, Jax isn't that British. William. Hmm? Yeah, Chambers. Yeah, Chambers. Yeah, <laughs> his surname's not. Yeah, I, I was don't... just thinking. I'm like, he's got like five names. So <laughs> I, I've got. I I can't start. I have two middle names like Jack. <laughs> like me and Jack both have ours is four names long, and we both yeah. Is our names sound British real... Um. Yes and no. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people in Britain who have one or two middle names or have a double barrel first name or surname. We like our long names, apparently. <laughs> but at the same time, I think that's more, I would say, Western European, like, as in French, Spanish, yeah, German, stuff like that, is all, it, they tend to have a couple of middle names as well. Um, yeah, my name sounds really posh or fancy, I guess. Everyone knows what the word posh means. <laughs> but I'm from a really common working class area. Hmm. So I could trick people. Pretend <laughs> in my class and they're like, oh, no, you're not. No. <laughs> you got the fancy name. I got a fancy name, but I'm not a fancy brain. <laughs> I've got a Ukrainian last name. I did wonder where your name was from. Yeah, both sets of my grandparents, both my mom's and dad's grandparents, both came from Ukraine. Nice. My mom's last name was Konopsky, which is very Ukrainian-Polish. Yeah. And then my dad's Osipanko, so it's Ukrainian. Whereas my both sides of my family are British for as long as... <laughs> for so many generations. It was like they were afraid to leave England. <laughs> as long as there's been British. Well, if you leave, there's Vikings. 
But you see, it's not even British, it's English. It's not even yeah. any Scottish or Welsh in my family. We're all very boring. I wish they explored more. Because I love hearing when people are like, oh, yeah, I got a bit of French, got a bit of Spanish, got a bit of Scottish, you, you're partially, like, have Ukrainian, mm-hmm. and there's me. Oh, English. Well, if you leave England, there's Vikings, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drawing a rocket by the way. <laughs> Sat here drawing a rocket and it's called the Mandy ship. <laughs> I'll send it in the post after the other ones have arrived. It's fitting because I'm a space case. <laughs> <laughs> it was more because you sent me um, rocket stickers and I was yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah, we can have Mandy as a rocket. Yeah, I found them. I'm like, these are awesome. Susie will like these. Yeah, Susie very much likes these. They're space related. <laughs> oh, I've nearly finished your um, planet, by the way. Oh, nice. Um, except the, I broke the glasses. <laughs> so your planet's blind. <laughs> Just get a pipe cleaner. <laughs> well, that's it. I did. <laughs> and then I, I don't know what I did, and then they snapped, and I was like, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear my glasses all the time. <laughs> That's fine. I don't need them to see just to mainly like go from distance to like up close. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like the muscles in my li- my eyes don't line up properly. So mainly like in college when I'd be like reading on the board and then looking at my notes, it'd be like blurry. So it's like the same if I'm sitting on the couch and focusing on the TV and then like back on my phone or something. It takes like a few seconds for my eyes to adjust. Ah, see, I just. But you have some of the coolest glasses. Like, yeah, my nerd glasses. nerdy glasses. <laughs> Whereas mine has like tattoo images down the side. I sought out I nerdy pictures. glasses. <laughs> I picked them. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're so expensive, though. Anyway, I'm sure your listeners didn't want to talk about glasses. <laughs> it was just like, in my very distracted moments, like, yeah, I drew a rocket. <laughs> I can't draw. I can just Frankenstein stuff in Photoshop. I yeah, stuff but you together. do. Like, <laughs> I can't really use Photoshop very well. That's how I, I do good. stuff. I piece it together. Or I just trace stuff in Illustrator. But it looks so good. <laughs> Whereas I have to draw everything by hand and then scan it in. That's how then... a lot of people do it, though. Yeah, but it takes ages. Yeah, it does. Like, I think one of my images of a planet with circumcised disc. I don't know if you saw it. It was the cover one, and it's oh, huge. Yeah. It fills a whole piece of A4. Yeah. That took me four hours. It's very detailed. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll like coloring it in. I oh, I sent you one for you, your husband, and Kat. Nice. So you can all get together and have a coloring party. Ah, <laughs> oh, they should so be a thing. That would be awesome. Oh, science coloring parties. Tea with and cups coloring of tea. books. Yes. <laughs> I love tea. Oh, I went to London at the weekend and all I did was drink tea for like an hour. <laughs> all these different teas. Nice. I wish it was a big thing in America. It's it's kind of like some places. It's more coffee. Yeah. It's more coffee here, but... Caffeine. Mm-hmm. You get caffeine in tea. Yeah, but not as much as you do um, no. in coffee. As I found out when I worked in the coffee shop for a while. <laughs> My life has been so exciting. So exciting. <laughs> the main tea here is like like Tetley tea, so it's just like orange pico tea. That's oh. like the main one that people drink, and I actually can't drink it at like upsets what? my I stomach. Need to you some good tea. I could drink my... Earl Grey tea, but I can't drink orange pico tea. It upsets my stomach. Oh, I think it's because it's like too strong. Yeah, it's. I think it's too strong. Yeah, I can go with that. And then it's, I... I had a pumpkin spice tea a few years ago. But what? it kept making my mouth numb because I had, like, cloves in it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is kind of weird. It's making me numb. I'm like, it's got cloves in it, and cloves are, like, a numbing spice. Yeah. <laughs> um, What did I have? Toffee apple. That was kind of a weird taste. I liked the aftertaste. <laughs> but not the initial taste, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of, like, apple cider or anything. Me neither. I like my fruit ciders, like strawberry and lime. Oh, yeah. But, no, like, apple, I just think, is, I like it as a fruit to eat, but anything else, I'm kind of like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I might, oh, I've decided just now on your podcast, <laughs> I'm going to, I think I might make 
little planet necklace. Nice. And you can be the first one to have one. I like that idea. Yay! Because <laughs> I got some glow-in-the-dark clay. Yeah, I saw those. Those look good. The oh, tags. they glow so brightly. <laughs> and my earth ones glow a lot brighter than the other ones. Oh, yeah. But it was kind of creepy waking up at like 2 o'clock this morning, turning over, and there's these like, <laughs> green things still staring at me. I was like, wow. Okay, planets, you're scaring me. <laughs> like the lamb I didn't know made noise. <laughs> oh, but I can't tell you how terrifying that was. Look, Mr. Like, Mr. Manny in bed, because, of course, that's I named my teddies. Um, Tapped him in, took off my glasses, rolled over to put it on the bedside table, and then all of a sudden here, I hear, <laughs> it made me jump because it was pitch black in my room, oh. and all I hear is, <laughs> I, I didn't even know it made noise, and you think like, because I had it, and I had it out on the couch, and my dog kept nose bopping it. <laughs> and it didn't make noise and I like stuffed it into an envelope and it didn't make noise. I just roll over and it just was like Bleh. and I, I think I said you were recording. Yeah. Because yep. like, oh. I thought you did it on purpose. No, I didn't even know like, what made noise. Scare the crap me. It's like, oh it's Halloween this month. Maybe that's why. <laughs> no, no, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I would have been creeped out too. <laughs> <laughs> um for those who don't know, me and Mandy exchange like gifts once in a while. We send each other some random stuff. <laughs> she sent me a lamb a to keep me lamb. company. Yeah, that apparently is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Manny the lamb made noise. <laughs> but she also sent me stickers. Pretty cool stickers. Like I have rockets and planets, m- rockets, astronauts, aliens, and then Canada. <laughs> Canadian stickers, which in, um, includes a little passage thing like "Oh Canada, our home and native land." Yeah, that's part of the anthem. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't know that. That's the first and, part. Um, maple a, syrup. There's a Mountie. Yeah, there's a Mountie. <laughs> <laughs> I think the um, Canadian Mounties look so cool. They're weird. We don't even what? like. They're only <laughs> in certain places too, like, because it's the the RCMP, so it's like federal. So I think it's only like, like we don't have any in Thunder Bay. Well, we have an RCM, RCMP detachment, like a the group, but we don't actually have Mounties. I don't think I've never seen any in town. Um, but I think they're like in the bigger cities, like mainly like in the capitals and stuff. The actual Mounties that are all dressed up and fancy. Oh, fancy dances. Mm-hmm. With their hats, <laughs> their fancy They're... mounty hats. It's the trousers that do it for me. They make me giggle. <laughs> they puff out <laughs> on the hips for some reason. Yeah, because it reminds me of do you know drag queens. Yeah, when they pad out their hips. Yeah, <laughs> reminds me of a newborn drag queen who doesn't know how to pad. <laughs> I think that every time I see one, I'm just like, oh dear. That's what I'm gonna think of when I see mounties. <laughs> you need to pad. <laughs> You're a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> You're a drag queen, really, but you've only just put your pads on. Nothing yep. else. No one taught you. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Come to I'll teach you I'll how teach to you. pad properly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could both teach them how to pad. Yep. <laughs> I've got padding. No, you. Yeah, I've got upper padding. I've got a lot of upper padding. It's like lack padding on my ass. <laughs> I've got oh, ass. ass. Yes, ass. I've got ass patty. <laughs> I wouldn't mind some because I'm like sitting here. We've been in this call for like what forty-eight minutes. Yeah, my ass is numb. <laughs> I can't feel it. You need an ass cushion. <laughs> I just need an ass. It'd be nice. Just, just ass cheeks, other than just bone. I'll chop some off and mail it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine explaining that to customs. <laughs> What's this? Uh, it's ass. <laughs> and we have some ass for an assless Brit lady. <laughs> I'm mailing ass. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like an old style porn site. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take pictures of our ladies' asses and send them in the post. <laughs> or it's like that the term hauling ass. Instead of hauling it, I'm mailing it. 
<laughs> I'm sending ass. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I how my podcast is usually about. end up. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about ass. Yeah, especially with British people. Yeah, we're just obsessed, aren't we? Devolve into horrible things. <laughs> say horrible, I say delightful. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I've been good. I haven't like re- sworn. I don't think that much. No, I swear I mean, all the time. Two, two words. <laughs> normally, in everyday talking, like I swear like a trooper. Oh, I do too. <laughs> it was, I swear a lot. At the moment, my favorite phrase is shitting teapot. Nice. <laughs> shit in teapot. Oh, oh shit a teapot. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Because it's better than saying fuck a duck. Yeah. Because that one just sounds grim. Let's <laughs> go so participate in bestiality. Why well, I sit here and shit in a um, porcelain holder? I remember one time I'd been watching like too much British stuff. And if I've watched too much stuff with accents, I tend to pick up stuff. And yeah. I said shite one time and my husband's like, what? <laughs> He's like, don't shite. say shite. He's like, say shit. <laughs> you're kidding. Shite. Well, you generally say it if you're trying to be polite, <laughs> which kind of defeats yep. the object if you're swearing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> generally say shite rather than shit. Shit sounds harsh. Yeah. Shite sounds like a bit more fun. Well, that's why it's it's funny with the difference between British and American and, well, North American culture with the word cunt. <laughs> because over here it's like oh my god you know and it's like such a harsh word and over there it's like everyone uses it like every other sentence <laughs> well we have it's very split for us you'll get the people who can't even say the word they call it the c word <laughs> you yeah. can't utter it whereas there's people like me who is, it is genuinely one of my favorite british words <laughs> And yeah, if I, I can say it i will say it and i, I will say, I it, say it a that. lot and people are like oh my god or like over here, dudes will be like, oh, they use it to, like, they call a chick a cunt just to, like, you know, really get under their skin or whatever. I'm like, whatever. Well, you generally say it to guys here. Yeah, like... see, here it's the other way around. It's, like, the worst thing you could say to a girl. I'm like... But there's... Because it's quite different in terms of insults as well. Like, a very tame British insult here is twat. Yeah. And, and like... I said it to an American at the bar. <laughs> and they got so offended. Yeah. I was like... What? It means idiot. And they're like, oh, I thought you were calling me a cunt. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I'm calling you an idiot in a friendly banter style. How dare you twist my words? How dare you? Well, it's because um, cunt's like such a big deal over here or over there. It's like nothing. Yeah, you, you generally call your mates it when you're having a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just British. I think that's one of the British humours kind of thing is you, we are mean to our friends <laughs> yeah like really mean like we'll be horrifically horrible to them in public and that's fine that's yeah. your bonding like that's friendship yeah that's just how you get along <laughs> and then to strangers we're lovely and polite <laughs> <laughs> and i know it causes some people when i went to a trip with um a bunch of german people me and one of my close friends were just being awful to each other. Like, I was like calling him a bastard and a bitch and told him he had no balls and stuff like that. And we were, we were buying each other drinks and this is what we were doing. I was yeah. just like, what do you want to drink, you stupid bastard? Like, come on, hurry up, stop getting whipped. Like, come over here, you're a sackless man. And like he was like, oh, shut up, bitch, you nagging old woman. And they, like the Germans came between us and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, stop fighting. We're like, what? We're not. We're being like, no. Like, why are you being so mean? I was like, I'm not. I'm being really nice. I'm buying him some drinks. Just how we talked to <laughs> like, each other. So they, they did, we had to explain that this is what we call banter. Yeah. Something where you're horrific to your friends, knowing that neither of you mean it. Yeah, exactly. And they thought it was a peculiar concept. <laughs> um, and informed me that British people make no sense and continue to buy himself a drink and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, we don't make sense. Well, Not to the outside world. Well, German people have no sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's blame them. <laughs> we don't blame them for everything else. So let's yep. blame them for this. You have no humor, therefore you do not understand British meanness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, 
if we tell people we're upset, they're like, "Yeah, oh, it's not that bad." But the second we say, "I'm fine." Yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> the world is ending. <laughs> so yeah. backwards. So yeah, backwards. it's strange. <laughs> beautiful in all of its right ways. So beautiful. Oh, it's like with all the weird British slang and there's like <laughs> a while ago, like I don't even know how many years ago, I almost had a job at a small college in I think it was in Kent outside of London. Check you. And uh my husband was like he was terrified of moving to England for two reasons. One, one of his greatest fears is getting stuck in a roundabout. <laughs> I'm not even making up. That's true. He's terrified of getting stuck in a roundabout. And two, the slang and how like he wouldn't know what anyone was talking about because <laughs> he's like between the lifts and you know the bangers and mash and just start spouting off all like this generic British slang. <laughs> and it was funny because like I think it was like I don't know maybe about a year ago I got into this conversation with Jack on Facebook about clothing slang i'm like i don't know how i'd ever buy clothing because pants don't mean pants no vests don't mean vest and like that's why i did that blog about like the different clothing and what it's called to different people because i'm like yeah i remember seeing that actually yeah pants to me is like like trousers but pants to you guys is underwear yeah and it's generally what kids wear or (laughs) old men yeah, I'm like, but everyone else wears boxes. So I mean, like coming home and saying you take your pants off after work is a whole different meaning. Yes, I remember <laughs> seeing that when I was younger and just being like, "What is it with like Americans and Canadians like stripping off their underwear? Like, <laughs> get home and take their pants off? Like, what? Do they just sit there naked?" <laughs> and it was only until I had an American pen friend and they mentioned it. They're like, "Oh, there's nothing like getting home from work." And taking off your pants. And I was like, right. <laughs> I've got to ask. What is it with you guys and getting naked? And they were more confused than yeah. I was. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, your pants. You know, your underwear. He was like, no. Trousers. You know, like jeans. I was like, oh. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense. Because, like, to us, pants is generally what kids wear. Or what old men wear. Yeah. Like, um... Women tend to either wear undies or knickers. Yep. Or if you really want to go extreme, like G-strings and thongs, which <laughs> Australians call flip-flops and sandals thongs. Yeah, we. I remember like a kid calling flip-flops thongs before like un- the underwear thong was a thing. I remember being like a kid and calling flip-flops thongs. I just know. <laughs> But that's where the thongs came from, because it looks like the same thing that goes between your yeah, toes. Yeah, yeah, I, like, I know where it comes from, but it's just, I do have to take a moment in their accent. I'm like, are they British? No. Probably not what I think it is then. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah, like, vests to you guys is very different to what vests are to us. Yeah, vest is like, when you have, like, like a life jacket's a vest, or, like, there's a puffy vest that you wear in winter, or, like, under a suit, like, a three-piece suit has, like, a jacket and a vest underneath, but that's, oh, like... Is, that's a waistcoat yeah. to us, and a life jacket is a life jacket, and sleeveless jacket. A vest is something... Like, like a tank a, top. Yeah, pass. like a tank top. Yeah, generally, <laughs> like, kids' vests are yeah. what they wear under their everyday clothes to ensure their little tiny bodies are warm. Yeah. Um, whereas vests, yeah, like your guys' tank tops. Yeah. And I was like, sitting there explaining, I'm like, how would I ever shop for clothes in England? (laughs) I'd be in pictures and be like, I want this. This is what I'm looking for. (laughs) And it's the same with like quite a lot of things though, isn't it? Yeah. It's like everything's something else. (laughs) Yeah. Like your biscuits. Yeah. And chips. That's one of the weird things too. Like I'd always, before I actually knew British people personally, I was always like, when I find someone from the UK, I'm going to ask them what they call an English muffin over there because we have English muffins. Yeah. And it's still oh, like... Oh, I remember this conversation with me, you, and Jack on. Yeah, and like it's still Sky like I Facebook. don't really have a definite answer of what... Like I, I'm guessing you guys probably just don't have them. I don't... Well, an English muffin is generally something you have with a cup of tea and it's more of a bakery good, like yeah. a cake style good. See, I think or, it's almost like a kind of like a crumpet. Yeah. It's like a cross between a crumpet and a biscuit. But your biscuits, do you mean my biscuit or your guy's biscuit? Like a, a biscuit, like, not a cookie biscuit, but like... Dumpling biscuit? Yeah. Yeah. So your biscuit. Yeah. Like our biscuit. That's what it seems like 
an English muffin is like a cross between a crumpet and a biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> the best an English muffin as would be a bakery type good that looks a bit larger than a cupcake. Yeah, and same as like how I found out you guys have like savory muffins. Yeah, <laughs> like meat muffins. Oh, yeah, so I was telling you about the bacon and cheese muffin. Yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, I was talking was... to my friend Cam like about meat muffins and how it sounds like really perverted. <laughs> and there's me like, yeah, we have bacon. <laughs> yeah, meat muffins. <laughs> I yeah, guess. I remember that actually because you muffins. left a message on Skype and yeah. I was asleep. I remember that. <laughs> the I weird remember. savory muffins. I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, we have these because we have ones that are cro- sort of savory but aren't like so lemon and poppy seed muffin mm. which is my favorite those are really or you can good. have like an oatmeal muffin or then you can have like bacon and egg muffin yeah see our muffins are kind of just like bran muffins chocolate chip muffins that's like yeah. what our muffins are and your chips are what we call crisps yeah yeah and what we call chips are your french fries yes <laughs> but french fries are skinny chips but we have you can go to places and get fish and chips, and it actually is fish and French fries. <laughs> yeah, just to confuse people more. Yeah, because our um, because as chips is larger than French fries. Yeah, like French fries are skinny little things that you can pick up. Yeah, chips are like the big thick time. ones. Yeah, that are so soft and squidgy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Just how I like it. <laughs> um, and what else? Like, I think. So I can't remember. We I think we had a discussion about other stuff before. Yeah. Um, weird British foods. Weird British foods. <laughs> yeah, because biscuit came. Because I remember. Oh, I remember. Someone says, "Oh, I'm having biscuits and gravy." And I was like, "What the hell? Yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you dip your biscuits in gravy? Like that's for your cup of tea." Yeah, that would sound really gross to British people. <laughs> yeah, and then they were like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Like dumplings and gravy. And I was like. You see, now that's delicious. Yeah, completely different. <laughs> like, oh, you dip. We dip cookies in tea. I was like, and to us, cookies are chocolate chip biscuits. They're a specific type of biscuit. Oh, okay. It's kind so, of like how Americans say candy for everything, but we say like candy and chocolate bars because yeah. like chocolate is different than candy. Yeah, but it's to same Americans, with the UK. it's candy is like includes chocolate. I'm like, no, because chocolate's not candy. Well, we didn't call it candy. We called it sweets, like sweets yeah. and chocolate. They're two different things. Yeah. And see, the Americans, it's like, chocolate's candy. I'm like, but chocolate's chocolate. Yeah, it's like, why, why are you messing with this? Candy is stuff like like Twizzlers or, you know, like sweet tarts and... Yeah, so... Candy. <laughs> yeah. So things that are actually made of pretty much just pure sugar. Yeah, exactly. And no chocolate's Coke chocolate. or anything like that. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, with British chocolate, and it's like... It was kind of like a pop culture thing of how like British chocolate is like ridiculously sweet and like super sugary mm-hmm. compared to like American chocolate, but I don't really your Hershey's. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or it's just like pure cocoa. It's vile. It's so bitter. See, I like oh. dark chocolate. I prefer dark chocolate. I like dark chocolate, but American average chocolate. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's a bit just no. It's different. <laughs> It ta- it feels different as well. It's quite granular, mm-hmm. whereas British chocolate it melts on your tongue and it's smooth. Yeah, just how it should be, by the way. To all you people <laughs> about chocolates and try and tell me I'm wrong, no. So I think it's chocolate a bit different to too, because like in Canada we have a lot of the Cadbury stuff, oh, so we're used to amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah, we're used to all that. Whereas Americans don't have a lot of Cadbury, so I think they're just not used to it. We get a lot of like British style imported stuff like Cadbury and all that so we get used to it <laughs> that's because you guys know what you're doing yeah we're still part of the colony <laughs> yes yes you are yep. <laughs> yes oh Britain was such a horrible country in the past wasn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like people always talk about like how all these other countries are so horrible but then you watch documentaries on like the Tower of London and how awful the British were <laughs> yeah and it's like I try and convey this when I'm talking to people <laughs> from other countries they're like oh Britain has such a great past I was like you say no. great <laughs> I say sketchy yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad <laughs> but you know people like 
get so blown away by like the fact that we still have a monarchy, that we have grand palaces and our accents, something about our accents makes them forget that we went round and raided a bunch of countries. Yeah, we're horrible. <laughs> stole all their resources yeah. and formed pretty much a dictatorship and yeah. called it the Great British Empire. Across the whole world. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was a good portion of the world that we had taken over for our own greed. To the but, point where I think Hong Kong only went back in like the year 2000. Yep. To China. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Like, we still have our finger, like, and India, when we had yeah. India, we pretty much, when they were like, well, we want our independence back, we then took all their resources and disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so when people are like, oh, you have such a great past, I'm like, um, <laughs> you, yeah, like I said, you may call it great. I call it sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like we're trying to make it up now. Like we do a lot of humanitarian aid work and we're always trying to help other countries. <laughs> but no, we weren't always like that, especially our queens and yeah. kings. We had some very bloodthirsty kings. Well, it's funny because, like, we learned, like, you know, a little bit of stuff in history class and all that, but, and just, you just kind of pick it up, you know, along the way, but we started watching Horrible Histories on Netflix, <laughs> <laughs> which is an awesome show and loved it, by the way, but it was like... It's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it was just like, you see some stuff and it's like, yeah, and then they're like, this happened. <laughs> and, like, oh. and most people were kind of okay with it. Yeah. I just love always watching, like, the Vikings come and invading the Saxons <laughs> all the time. Yes, and like, and for some reason, people are like, oh, we love the you know Victorian age and the Edwardian age. Oh, and the Tudors, like, we love that you guys. And we're just like, <laughs> the Tudors, really, <laughs> really, you know, like Henry the Eighth and Queen Mary, like mm-hmm. chopping off heads, like the, it's a fun game. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> that's if that's what you want to do. If you want to like brush over our entire history of a country. Under the word great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> Let me know how that goes for you. It's like most people, we don't really, I don't find many British people who call us Great Britain anymore. Yeah. We're just Britain. Um, because we kind of don't have the empire. <laughs> we sound like, like freaking Star Wars. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just don't, yeah, it's just, I do find it peculiar. Really peculiar, and how people. Do you know when they talk about the slave like trade triangle? Yeah, how Britain kind of gets not mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> but the reason it was called a triangle is because we were the third point. Yep. <laughs> and like, well, they turned a lot of um, they enslaved a bunch of people and sent them to America, and I was like, and England. Yep. To America and England. And a lot of the like, British are the ones that scoop them up in Africa. <laughs> yeah. All the Africans, like a large portion, like I say large, mm-hmm. a significant portion were actually people from their own area yeah. who just wanted money. Yeah. But they were generally persuaded by British people. Yeah. <laughs> we're a persuasive bunch. <laughs> what was that? Hold on. Oh, that was my tablet telling me it was dying. <laughs> Very musical, I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> Love me. My phone just like beeps horribly loud when it's dying. <laughs> no, mine makes like a game sound, like say, I love you still in my dying moment. <laughs> Take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> Plug me back in. Please love me. Um, but in your podcast, we talk about the terrible history of Britain. Yes, that's okay. <laughs> Please still love us. Please still love us. We're a changed nation. I still we love are Britain. Changed in <laughs> I'm We're still trying. a big fan. I think you'll always love us. Oh yeah. Like, well, I, I think grew Jack up with and it. Matt has secured it for the future for now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, set for a while. I kind of like I like I said I grew up with it. So I mean I grew up with faulty towers and are you being served <laughs> and keeping I up appearances and all that. So. Oh, Folk Towers and Blackadder. Yeah, that's what my parents watched. And Mr. Bean. Oh, Mr. Bean Miss- was great because I find it was awesome in the fact that it could be like across any culture because there was no dialogue. Yeah, there's very little dialogue. Yeah, so and there's there no 
there was very extreme actions to go with it. Yeah, so there's no language barrier. So, like, anyone who spoke any language could enjoy and relate yeah. to Mr. Bean. <laughs> he's still on. He's just now animated. It's yeah. Because no... Lily watches it. Lily's my five-year-old niece, people. I love, um, the, I love the animated Mr. Bean. <laughs> yeah, me too. And we do watch it when I go back. But at the moment, she is very much into Adventure Time, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, and The Adventures of Gumball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's very into them. And it's stuff that I, you know, my childhood was cat, dog, recess. Yeah. <laughs> Back at uh, Forty Towers. Monty Python Monty played Python a massive part of my childhood. Oh, yeah. I love Monty Python, too. Mine was mainly, like, my mom was a big fan of Are You Being Served, so I watched that quite a bit. <gasps> I love that program. That was great. <laughs> I- Ah, oh, it's such a shame these classics aren't really shown today. Yeah. I don't think they're even, such like, sh- on Netflix or anything either. No! Well, they're not on the British one either. Which is such a shame. Yeah, Are You Being Served was so great. And that's because we had, like, <laughs> PBS, so we get, like, all the British shows on PBS. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. I did wonder how you got all these British channels, like, from so far across the pond. Yeah, we didn't really ha- have, like... <clears throat> A version of BBC or anything, so it was just all through PBS. It was mainly Are You Being Served and Faulty Towers and Keeping Up Appearances were on there. I might have to watch those after the podcast. <laughs> I used to love Are You Being Served. I think well, we, we watched like the whole thing from when it started in black and white to like all the way when they were working at the inn at the end. <laughs> really? Yeah. Bloody hell, that's a that's a long stretch. Yeah. And they're all like really old at the end, working at the inn. <laughs> yeah. That. So I kind of like as I grew up with it, it was like kind of ingrained in me growing up British culture. So. <laughs> Get out British culture, spreading its wings and yep. taking over. <laughs> and it just got worse as I got older. <laughs> and now I know British people. <laughs> Yay! Well, I I don't think I will actually watch it because I've put myself on a TV ban. <laughs> Because I've been like, because I've been focusing on Astro Doodles, and I've now only just got it sorted. I'm kind of like, I should make sure it keeps going. So I'm banned yeah. from TV until the seventh of November. <laughs> I do have it on my calendar. I'm counting down because <laughs> I've not watched anything. Like I haven't caught up on Walking Dead. I haven't like caught up on my other shows. Like I'm a massive, massive fan. Of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, nice. And I was watching one of the old seasons. And I got to halfway through and then I put myself on that ban. <laughs> I know what happens. But I feel like I still have to finish watching the season. <laughs> An American Horror Story. Yeah, i got to oh. watch the new season of that one. I haven't started it yet. Me neither. I'm, I'm kind of like just waiting until the 7th of November. And then, <laughs> oh, glorious TV. And I don't watch my crime documentaries because I'm a weirdo and I like all my crime documentaries. You watch a lot of those too. Um, and plus, I've been trying to like work extra hours because, as you know, Mandy, of course you know, I'm planning to go to Canada. So I'm trying to save <laughs> to go approach the land of the politeness. Mm. Maple syrup. <laughs> you see i know canada more for being so bloody polite <laughs> put the british people to shame yeah which is weird that we get known <laughs> for that um and yeah meet you and see you i know i'm excited shane, <sighs> shane was actually just asking the other day he's like Susie, that's your friend that's supposed to be coming over here isn't she i'm like yeah eventually <laughs> no no it's happening it's gotta wait till after christmas though yeah well it takes time to get money yes I've got some, like I've got got a portion of it, um, <laughs> like enough to pay for my flights. Well, like I said, you one could way. stay here for a while when you're here. One way, I've got flights for one way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll just have to move here. Because <laughs> I'm hopefully finishing my degree in February, and rather than jumping straight into a job, I'm trying to like have a month and a bit off. Oh yeah. Because then I can like come to Canada, and not have to worry about getting back for work, and yeah. if I end up staying extra time. Meh. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Yeah. And then see see the glories of Canada. Well, I say see the glories of Canada. Canada's way too big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see the glories of your home. <laughs> Northwestern Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Yeah. And like just ah oh, just see spend time with you 
and be happy. And we could even take you to America because we're only half an hour away from the border. What? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That would be amazing. <laughs> I should have like, I could have a car ride. Yep. Road trip. A car ride to America. <laughs> America. You can just see me in the back being all excited like a small child. Yep. <laughs> and then I can meet your dog. Yes. My horrible I still want to meet your dog. baby dog. Yeah, but that's fine. The biggest baby in the world. I will baby him. I think he's it's off okay. harassing my cat now. <laughs> I should do. Just be like, well, I'm not getting attention from you, so I'm going to go annoy a cat. He just go. He just falls behind her and nose bops her all the way down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does to everything. He just bops his nose on it. <laughs> He's very rude. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That dog is just meant to be. He's definitely your pet. Yeah, he's a weirdo. He's so a big quirky. baby. And he's well, super emotional. Big baby part. That's not you, but the quirky bit is. Yeah, he's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like super emotional all the time. <laughs> to the point where, like, I brought when we brought him to the vet last time for a checkup, and she's like, "Oh, his heart's racing, you know, quite a bit." We usually don't see that in bigger dogs. I'm like, "He's just emotional." <laughs> like, don't worry about it. Yeah, brought him to get his uh, nails clipped at the groomers, and they put him on the thing, and it's like the end of the world to the point where they have to put like a cone on his head, and it takes like three of them to hold him down. And then the second he gets down, he's just fine and happy, and like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, my nails have been done now." Yeah, just everything's oh. the end of the world to him. <laughs> He wouldn't go to his food bowl the other day because my husband's work, like, overall pants were on a chair on the kitchen table and he didn't want to walk past them. He <laughs> stood there crying about it because he couldn't get to his food because there was pants in the way. Got damn pants. Yeah. So. <laughs> Whereas, you know, even then I had to think, she means trousers. Yeah. So, <laughs> if your husband's pants in the British term, yeah. like, chair, I wouldn't want to walk past them too. Yeah. Like, no wonder the dog was scared. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, um, Mandy. <laughs> Mandy. <laughs> he wears pants in the house. Don't worry. Both kinds. <laughs> you like, yeah. <laughs> you'll just hear it one day you'll be like in the like living room or yeah. something like tv no you hear is mandy <laughs> mandy <laughs> i can't get past the underwear <laughs> I can't get past. why there's pants <laughs> go around <laughs> i can't they're looking at me <laughs> go out the window and come back in through the front door <laughs> you'll see me like trying to climb out a window or something just yeah. <laughs> Just to get Your away dog from joining in. Yep. <laughs> no, he likes to try and help, but he doesn't really help. It's like when I'm looking for something in like a Rubbermaid bin or like a box, he thinks he's helping by jamming his giant head in the way and sniffing <laughs> everything. He's just like, move, I can't yep. see through you. He's not helpful. I don't have x-ray vision. <laughs> no, he's a big baby. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> He can keep you safe in Canada. It's cool. Oh yeah, he'll protect you. <laughs> protect you from the leaves and the mailman. And... <laughs> the floor, the cat, yep. pants, mainly the pants. The shady cars that drive down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that I potentially could be looking for, he'll protect me from it. Yeah, exactly. He is my shoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine. He likes to ins- he inspect clothing. You can't get dressed without him inspecting your clothes. That's fine. You know what? For him, I'll lay out what I'm going to wear the day. <laughs> he can check it all for you. Like, Do you want to check it now or yeah. in the morning? Which, which one? I'll have them all laid out ready for you. I don't know what he inspects it for, but he likes to inspect everything. <laughs> I mean, there's like secret bogeyman in clothes. Yeah. No only dogs know this. Because you have a, is it a German Shepherd Alsatian? Um, he's, a, he's a Belgian Shepherd. Because so my friend kind of has a German Shepherd. Yeah. And he does the exact same thing. Yeah. He's he has to inspect my clothes. I'm <laughs> just like, is there something you know that I don't? <laughs> yeah. What are you looking for? <laughs> he is the bogey man. People are worried about closets, but that's because that's where all the clothes are clipped. Yeah. There you now, go. Now. <laughs> that's what they're <laughs> on to. <laughs> they know this. Yeah, they exactly. <laughs> that's where Gremlin Tide is in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> I gotta look. Honestly, you, I'm now gonna have to put my clothes out and just call your dog in. <laughs> Please inspect. Check them all. <laughs> and then my lucky won't. He'll be like, nah. <laughs> no, he will. He likes sniffing everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
I'll smell like smell like British. Yep. Nuts and airplanes and all the wonderful else. people on airplanes. <laughs> uh, well, there's been a lot of news about crazy stuff on airplanes at the moment. Yeah. Like people dying and getting bitten and stuff, and it's like, okay, zombies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> zombies. I'm not prepared for the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> I live in a small little f- ground floor flat which doesn't have any flats above it and there's only one way in and out of my flat there's no back door <laughs> um very large windows yeah i'd be screwed yeah but they'd have to get that that far like they mainly be in <laughs> populous areas yeah and cranfield university the rest of it has lots of lights and noise yeah whereas tucked away hidden behind trees yeah they'll be attracted to that then that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I should probably let you go get stuff done. Well, I don't have to. <laughs> now I gotta go We're get stuff done. I don't. I yeah. know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And we once again, you can find Astro Doodles on Facebook and Etsy and Kickstarters. I'm everywhere, basically. Yeah. <laughs> People need to get out there and get Astro Doodle stuff. <laughs> yeah, like it, share it, and buy it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the spiking and sharing is a bit more important at the moment because I'm new. Yeah, spreading it around. <laughs> sharing does wonders. Sharing is caring. <laughs> exactly. Except for HIV modified herpes. <laughs> Don't share that. No. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. <laughs> But yes, come find me. And thanks again for being on my pod. I want to be on more. <laughs> we'll be on more. We'll start doing more. I got to get back into doing more pods. And I now have a headset. Nice. <laughs> that works. <laughs> <laughs> I've been too lax with my pods. I got to get back to them. Yes. Now that you're not with Word the Nerd, how yes. else are we going to find you? Exactly. We need you. <laughs> thanks again for being on. And we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>